good afternoon or good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to In My Opinion with Dr. Anansi. It's been a while. I didn't take a break. Just the schedule was not scheduling nowadays. So um, I'm a bit on and off, but I'm, I'm here. I'm still here to stay. I have nowhere else to go. Welcome back to the council room. Um, there's a lot going on. Like, there's a lot, a lot is going on. And we need to like at least dissect a thing or two. But before we begin, um, how are you doing? My dear, how are you doing? Are you right? Is life treating you well? Or yeah, like me, life is doing you no, no, no. Because right now, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say. I really, really, really don't know what to even say. Well, because <laughs> the way the life is doing which I'm going to, I'm going to dissect, uh, discuss that today, go into details about, more about that. But, um, before we begin, let's talk about, let's update ourselves about certain things of, like, uh, the previous week, last week, that came up, something that came up in the news, and I want to, like, I'm sure some of you haven't heard these things, so, uh, you are, you are, you are, uh, we are drinking water and minding your business, which is good. Drink water and mind your business. But, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> as this community is doing. So, um, the first one is about, I don't, I don't know if some of you, if you remember, some years ago, four or five years ago, Ghana um, found lithium somewhere in the western region if i'm not mistaken you know in the central region actually yeah lithium doesn't know what lithium is, is used for it's used for batteries the batteries that you have yes contains a lot of lithium and it's one kind of one, one commodity that's not so common it's a bit rare so when you have it like you it's it's a it's cash system for you but then do you know what we've done after all these years it's known that a uh, following series of negotiations, the government of Ghana has entered into an agreement with an Australian mining company to mine the lithium, which was found in the central region at, is it a Weyau? So I don't remember. But then per the terms of the agreement, the government has a 13, not 30, 13% stake in the project, which has been given a 15-year permit. So... Just like how the, those who, I don't know if, those, if you know, but Ghana, Ghana's oil, the one we found some years back in which we are mining, Ghana gets only nine nine percent of whatever uh, products that will come, whatever come out of that oil. I don't know the number of years for that one, but this one, this lithium, we are we only get thirteen percent of it, and it's for a fifteen year, fifteen year permit. So they. This mining company is going to mine our lithium and take 87% to their country. Use 87%. It's theirs. And we, the ones who found it, who own it, only, only get 13%. Someone asking me, ah, 
and I buy no one paying for a Mondriana. Me, I'm not there. I'm tired of themselves. I am tired. Tired, tired, tired. Then uh, we all know about the Akosombo flooding. Yes, in Antwerp, that wasn't supposed to happen because they are, it is known that during, after Akosombo Dam was built, uh, Nkrumah, ex-president Nkrumah, the late ex-president Nkrumah, his excellency, allocated some amount of money to... Um, what what's it called? It's kind of like kind of like do an underground tunnel or something of that sort where so that the spillage would just spill through that and join a water body instead of affecting those who actually live around Yakosumbo. But you know what? Where that money passed, damn chopper. So I feel any ebre. Yeah. We are the ones suffering. This is Ghana for you. And um, also, I have a list here about the some foods and beverages. And we are we we consumers pay about up to hundred percent indirectly on taxes. So milk without tax costs eight to eight to this fifty pesos, but with taxes costs fifteen to this fifty pesos. Um something like sugar costs four hundred another fifty kilograms costs four hundred and ninety cities without taxes, but with taxes cost nine hundred and thirty. Chicken, the imported one, costs twenty-three cities per kilo. I don't know if it's per kilo or so whatever. But then with taxes is forty cities. This is Ghana for you. And the local one. We don't know the price without the taxes, but the taxes with the taxes is 130. Yes. A used gas cooker. Emphasis on used. Costs 900 cities without tax, but 1,700 cities with tax. Yet, for minor say, you know. Campruno. The last one for before we move into today's topic is um so we were able to lose um it said that um the president our president reckless his recklessness led us to lose a 19 million dollar sale of our drill ship our ship our drill ship was used to mine i think it's a trace for oil and the documents cannot be traced till now so today, our international bank, Ghana's international bank in the UK, it's on auction to defray 140 million judgment debts to Trafigura on the issue of contract termination of the two purchased power badges. I don't really get, get it, but it's trying to say, I might be wrong, but it's trying to say that we've lost, we've cancelled the contract. First, we've lost our drillship. Um, and I don't know, we've, I would say we've sold it. We don't know who, uh, who or so to. The documents cannot be traced. That's one. And two, our international bank in the UK is being auctioned because we've, um, we terminated a contract with a same company. And now we need to, so that building has to be sold to pay for the debt that we have. 
and for the termination of the contracts as well. So this is the country you live in. If you're a Ghanaian, you're listening to me. This is the country you live in. And as it is going, it is doing. I said the last one. There's another one. So um, those who follow entertainment, Nanama McBrown, um, our Ajua Bongo says that that the husband fully admits to cheating, that McBrown has left the matrimonial home, there has been no matrimonial sex in weeks, the side chick has already moved in, there's constant quarrels where McBrown is often beaten, McBrown is disappointed after doing BBL to please the husband. McBrown pays pays all bills because she makes more. Husband manages McBrown's finances. McBrown scared to leave uh, because of the kid. Both take off their rings. Husband unhappy with age gap and fame. Divorce imminent. Husband wants out. Whether it's true or not, me I don't know. And that does I care because it's none of our business. That is someone's marriage. How they handle this stuff is none of our business. But then when they they, they decide if if but if they decide to put their dirty laundry out there, we will digest. It. But then if as long as all these are just allegedly it's an alleged something because i recently saw a video of them in outside the country um some pool i think yes in a pool having fun enjoying some vacation and here yeah someone is has listed how horrible the marriage is i don't know if whatever they're doing is pr is a pr stunt or whatever but right okay so now let us zoom directly into today's discussion when you're an adult you wake up with new aches and or pains in parts of your body that you didn't know could ache and or pain you adulting is paining me So, um, you might be in school, this is mostly to those who are yet to come into, most of our listeners who are yet to come into the working world or the post-university life. Yes. I would just say, um, as I the topic for today's, uh, podcast is what they don't tell you about adulting. Yes. They don't tell you this about adulting and it's very sad that they don't tell you this about adulting. You need to know. So here I am going to break it to you. So as a Ghanaian, um, you go to university, university, your parents are giving you money, your parents are uh, paying your fees until you go a few and stuff. That is if you come from not, uh, even if it's not so much of an affluent home, uh, a comfortable home so at least university becomes a bit easy for you so whatever it is you're done with university right now coming into the working world the first step is your national service nss one hell hole nss because it's comp it's it's stated as compulsory you need to serve the nation for a year right i know people who never did left the country uh, went to study outside, worked outside, came back, got to work here, and it, no, they skipped the national service. You know, the, it's, it's not, <laughs> I mean, you know, the, yeah, but you do it. Either way, sir, 
so you start your national service you work for three to four months without pay yes you just need to anticipate and as long as your first pay lands here's where the headache comes or you might be fortunate your parents might be supportive they might still be there for you others your parents in a sense they don't disown you but they make you feel like you're an adult you are not being paid to work why should they also stress themselves to take care of you you are an adult you can take care of yourself so now the money that you are getting that puny manifest was 559 now it's 715 that's 715 is what they're expecting you to be able to live your life on so your transportation it's in there when you go to work whatever food you be eating is in there if you're not lucky your parents will also be asking you to pay help with that with bills at home this is not you are working working this is national service the money is so not enough so that money alone can be your transportation throughout but here you are here you are all together once you sing our song guy philly yeah so then you you you're not going to do nss where payment is always always late always always late and you have no choice but still to find means and ways of going to work i know people who were um borrowing money from like quick loan and stuff to be able to survive every month because the pay hadn't come so they have to borrow money when the pay comes they're going to use it to pay off the loans that they're taking and it, it was a whole mess a whole mess if you are a pharmacy student in ghana um anticipate this when you are done with school you're going to work for um, if god doesn't come inside for about a year and your clearance might not even have not even come for you to be repaid yes sadly that is the kind of as I was, in my previous i did a podcast and i was like do not do don't read pharmacy in ghana i've told you many times you you are still in pharmacy school in ghana you won't jump now when you're done with your nss or whatever house magic or whatever it is now you need to find a job you need to find a job not all jobs some places will retain you some places when you do your nss they will retain you if you are good or if you have connections fine if not you are now going to find a job that's if unlikely unluckily for you are not able to get a job during your nss period you are now going to find a job now here's the gag it's very difficult to find a job very 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 difficult i remember someone uh someone and a total stranger entered my pms that she helped me find a job blah 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 i was i was sending him um links about i hear about this job they want to apply and i'll send to him and like i got to a point that he was looking for a specific kind of job i wasn't getting it and because your point is this person was demanding that why am I not sending him? I was like, hey, I don't work for you, you don't pay me. I'm just trying to help you out. And also now about hey, um ugh. Long story short, I blocked human being. Yes, I can't I can't come and stress my life. Why? Me, my life is already stressful. You want to I come and take your stress in addition. I can't come and do that. Yeah, so it will frustrate you. You will be very frustrated. So I would really advise that during your NSS period, try and be looking for a job then. Yes, be looking for a job then. Don't wait till when you're done with your NSS or you're about to finish. You know, as soon as you start your NSS, start finding a job. 
Yes. With the NSS, honestly, it's just uh there's this word of course this statement, like something something of passage, it's a rite of passage or whatever, it's something you like you need to do. It's not really it's not really compulsory. If if you get a job, let's say your second or third month, a permanent job, a well-paying job in the second or third month of your NSS, your the one hiring you I I've never had anyone go for um a, a, a job that's gonna be like I want to see your NSS certificate. Well, the one hiring you wouldn't need that they will hire you, you start working, you can decide not to can't stop your NSS because your supervisor has a sign before you get paid. You can't stop and just get a job and start doing your work. If you don't get a job during your NSS time and you're done with NSS, you don't have money, you become a burden at home. Your parents will be looking at you Triple three three eyes and getting a job in Ghana is very difficult if you don't have connections, if you don't know anyone, it is very, very, very difficult. Even for pharmacists, that people think like locumo, locumabuso. No, it is choked. The community pharmacy is choked. The hospital hospitals are not recruiting pharmacists lately. So, like, we are basically useless, and the schools are just producing more and more and more and more. Now, when you find a job, people be like, oh, we get a job. You have freedom, right? You have the freedom for yourself. We get a job. You maybe, you might, depending on how you want to go about it. Some people be like, I get a lot of people telling me, I need to move out of my, my parents' house. You are old enough now. You can stay on your own. But I'm like, hey, please. I recently started working, you know. I said to receive my little pay. I should rush and go and get, go and, go and get a place to go and stay. Whilst I'm living under my parents' house, I, I don't buy food. I don't pay any electricity bills. I don't pay any bills. I only contribute a certain quota of my pay to the bills at home. And I'm done. That's the only thing that's coming out of my pay to, to as bills. The rest is mine. I can, I'm saving it, using it for whatever. The other things that are quite important to me at this moment. I should go and rush and go and get a place to stay. So I will spend all my money and every month I will, I will, not, I will not be saving anything because it's kind of irrational. I can't come and do that. So um, depending on how some people, their parents suck them. As soon as they get a job, they should leave their house, go and find a place to go and stay and blah, blah, blah. They suck them. Others will let you take your time, have your breathing space. Then... As and when you want to leave, you leave. Right. But then let us, I want you to like know this. When you start working, you're done with NSS, you now have the freedom, freedom to do whatever you want to do, freedom to work wherever you want to work, freedom to make decisions for yourself. But now you are an adult. So your life is in your own hands, like literally. But sometimes it's very overwhelming to accept this fact that your life is in your hands. Like every single decision, see, you as a child, your parents made decisions for you, certain decisions for you that reflected on um, how your life will go, the direction in which your life will go. But now, every single decision you make, it's you and you alone. No one is going to steer you back into the right path, or it's you. You are doing everything. And it's overwhelming at times. Yeah, and still this finding a job thing around this area. I remember when I didn't have, I wasn't, I wasn't getting a job. Um, and I was, 
I was a TA at Legoin and like financial crippling had had gotten to me. I remember times where I used to cry myself to, to sleep. Yes, you, you would seem so um far away. But when it gets there, if you're not in the situation, you won't bow. When it gets there, you have no job, you have no money, but you are supposed to be responsible. You see your mates, your friends, almost all of them are working, but you don't. That's just the motivators who tell you your time will come. God's time is the best. Yes, God's time is the best. I'm not saying God's time is never the best. It is the best. When it's time, I always say this, when it's time, God will show up and show off. But that time, that preparation time before God shows up and shows off, it's one of the most tedious times ever. It's sad, it's frustrating, it's 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 burdensome, it's annoying, but you have to live through that. You have to survive that to be able to get to a job. It's kind of like the preparation phase. You need to prepare yourself as God prepares you as well. Now you have a job, you have money, you have you have been paid. So now when you were in university, how you were seen adulting to be People go to work, they come back home during the weekends and stuff. They're able to go for parties, able to go and chill. Now you have the choice to save or to go and enjoy yourself. You look into your bank account. You start, if you don't have a bank account now, you open one. You look into the bank account and you realize you have 0.00. You put in some little money, two or three, you know, like I have like two hundred this. I've been paid. You've paid the first month, the second month, the third month. You check your balance, your your um savings and it's not even up to a thousand cities but you've been paid three months now you start asking yourself where did all that money go because now you're not, you're not paying any bills for example you're saying you're saying you to your parents what were your what bills are you paying but the money is finished so now it comes the decision where you whether you should enjoy life because it's a life is short so you need to enjoy life or you need to save but when you see when you die right now, where's the money? Who's going to spend that money? You would you regret not spending that money? Like that unnecessary, unnecessary dilemma pops up its ugly head. And you need to deal with that. Whether you're going to enjoy or going to save. And it's all your decision. Want to enjoy yourself back to back to back and not save a single penny? Fine. Want to save? Starve yourself to save to find balance it because now you're starting life. It's not just not just starting life. I read this book about money and it says something about compounding, the power of compounding. Like let's say, um, it's it's literally in a sense like saying susu. Being very being a very rich person doesn't necessarily be that you made the right investments and stuff. There were people who were who became very rich in the past. According to that book, that was only through compounding. Like, the oils, we was always making sure that at the end of the month, they are going to put a specific amount of money down. And that particular amount of money, they are never going to touch it unless it's an emergency. And they compounded to a point where they had lots and lots and lots of money. So, you could try that when you get your your whatever pay it is. You can divide it into sections. After you're taking out your title and everything, a certain portion is for spending. A certain portion is for strict saving and not touching it's as important as for saving but you can touch when the need arises so and you know that if that's not so by the end of the year if let's say you're keeping thousands of this as your strict saving at the end of the year you have twelve thousand cities in your account that's quite a a, a good 
something. Then let's let, uh, let's just say let's say you are paying three thousand every month, so thousands it is strictly you are putting that and not touching it. Then another thousands it is you are using that as saving, but when the need arises, so if let's say you're able to keep five hundred cities of that for twelve, this once you have six thousand cities added to the twelve thousand, that is eighteen thousand cities at the end of the year. Then the last thousand cities that's for spending every month. So if you decide to restrict your your spending and spend wisely and all that, you could be able to live within those means, and you'll be fine. And within two years, if you're getting eighteen thousand in a year, within two years, how how much money are you getting? Six thousand within three years. How much are you? How much are you getting? That is this is just for your strict saving. So if let's say there's money you've started doing other things and you're getting extra extra money for some some blessing and putting them down. Imagine how much money it looks so far away and unrealistic, but actually it is the most realistic of of all of the rich getting rich party. Yeah. So think about it. Because in my opinion, freedom, eh? Freedom is not freedom until you have financial freedom. You you can't keep working for someone forever. They always say that it's true. When you decide to work for someone forever, you don't really have freedom. You are restricted. Me, for instance, my Mondays to my Fridays are very restricted. There's certain hours that I can't do certain things, irrespective of what happens. I cannot do certain things within those hours during Monday to Friday. I'm only available on Saturday and Sunday for extra curricular activities. But Monday to Friday is strictly work because I'm working for someone. But if, let's say, I have so much money, I can own my own business or or invest into something or some things. Now, I'm not working for anybody. So, every day of the week, is I can do whatever I want. I can skip work as and when I want. Live life in the way I want because I have financial freedom. Right? Now, Having all these, going through all these, um, these these things, you um, some parents would make you be their um, you are now their cash out. You are the fruits of their labor. They always say they are the fruit of their labor. They are all they are expecting that go to school, become a big man, become a big woman, and come and take care of us and your siblings. That thing. It can sometimes restrict you a bit. But then some in some homes you will have to go through this. So all the money you get from whatever work you, you are doing will not go into your pocket, go into someone else's pocket. Your home. You are yes, I'm not saying don't do that. You need to do that because they bred you and took care of you and fed you to wherever you got to. So the least you could do is help out. We're home, right? Yes. But then you need to be... You, you Black comes in at a point. Because if you are... Um, if you have a family that's not going to worry you so much, it's good. It does, yeah, that's good luck. But if you don't and you're so respons- you're solely responsible for most of the things at home, suddenly you become solely responsible for the things at home, then... Wow, would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Then, if you are a man and you get an inconsiderate girlfriend, you one who is so materialistic and only 
expects you to be the provider and provide everything at every time, then you are also in for another ride. Whatever money you have gone down the drain, no wonder people, um, some people are not going into relationships early and others people will be making noise why you really have a girlfriend why do you have a girlfriend please the person doesn't even have money for himself why should you go and get a girlfriend eh then the girl, the girl is not to overstress someone's life like sometimes we should be concentrated a bit because what is this eh what is this so thanks for passing by today what lesson can we learn from today's own do things in your own time um think ahead prepare for what lies ahead of you because there's something people never tell you adulting is not rosy at all they make you when you were a kid your uncles and your an adult when they came home you felt like they were good they're good to work they give you lots of money that's how they are in their cars and stuff no no that those steps that they took to get there and even whilst they are still at where they are the stress the burdens and all that it's so much yet they, it's barely talked about and as kids or growing up we have this mindset that adulting is rosy and simple and straightforward but it never is unless you are you're coming from like a rich 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 home with big connections if not adulting it's a whole jungle and you need to find your step and before finding your step your step um it's so um think ahead plan ahead make plans way before Remember when you read books and hear people say set goals it's good this is what they actually mean realistically you know what lies ahead of you so you plan towards that and start working towards that from now the education is not the only thing that's going to get you um set for in the future your connections your plans that you need to do for yourself without anybody's help things that you need people's help like all of that needs to come into play so that the future can be um better for you if not don't be small but thank you for tuning in today it's been a lovely time um having this this conversation yeah um you're not rated this podcast for five star yet what are you waiting for please do so do so do so now and you now now share with your friends share with your family let others hear have conversations with people about today's podcast discussing how adulting is going to adult for you or how adulting is painting you at this point in time yes so thank you for tuning in today have a wonderful day See you another time. Bye.